Welcome back to another beautiful episode of my podcast, Interested. This is part due of the Whitney Cummings, Crystalia commenting episode of my podcast. Um, last week we were doing it, and it's kind of flowing back into this week because it's a twofer, it's a two-parter. So let's pick up where we left off last week with um, with. Whitney Cummings and Chris D'Elia commenting. Here we go, guys. I hope you're still what? I said it what, bro? I hope you're still interested. Here we go, guys. Thanks. So after, so after it got canceled, what did you do? Well, I was like, it was really... I mean, I know sh- you had other shows and you're doing all this other stuff. It but was really hard also, and this is the difference. I mean, what was the emotional thing? Because I'll, is, I could share with you what happened to me. Well, because this is yeah. when it's called Polly mm-hmm. or Whitney. It's not that your show gets canceled. It's like you got canceled. Yeah. Like, they say no to your personality. Right. It's yeah, not yeah. like, oh, the writing wasn't... It was just like, yeah. oh, no, we don't... You. So right. it's so personal. And it's also like that crew and that like that was like i didn't really have a strong family structure growing up so that was like my family so Mm. it was also like whoa like i felt like i was in like a free fall when the show was over and as a workaholic it was like i had such a schedule i had so much to do and then when it stopped i just felt like i had like fell off a cliff you know yeah so did you take any like uh antidepressants or anything i did i started taking antidepressants like i stopped since because i literally just like forgot i was what type of antidepressant i was taking lexapro for like like a couple months. What's Lexapro? Lexapro is just, I don't know. It's like a... The doctor said for you to take it? Yeah. I was so did you go to the doctor when you found out it was canceled? Uh, no, I actually started taking antidepressants like, I think it was like a year ago or a year and a half, like before the show was canceled because I was having so much trouble sleeping mm. and I didn't want to be taking... So you had insomnia. I was taking, yeah, I had horrible insomnia. So did you take the Ambien? Well, I was taking sleeping pills. I was taking Ambien and then I realized I had to stop taking Ambien because that shit is poison. And it's groggy it too It gets so groggy. I was so out of it. I would wake up the next morning. I had sent emails to people like to like the line producer. Oh my like, God. Like totally inappropriate <laughs> shit. Like I literally the next morning people would be like, hey, so like we got those, those actors in that you want to see. I'm like, what are you... T- like I'm so sorry so I was just like embarrassing myself and like emailing exes and it was just I was like I can't be trusted on any kind of sleeping pills so my so the doctor said you were what said you're depressed he said you're depressed he didn't ever say I was depressed well then why would he give you a depressing pill my well it was more for sleep this is what it was it was this is an antidepressant that's side effect is sleep I was taking trazodone also before that I got to write these down. What is it called? I the first one is called <laughs> The first what? one's Lexapro. Lexapro. Write that down. And the next one? Is Trazodone. Trazodone. Which is actually, that's an antidepressant that's side effect to sleep, and it's totally non-addictive. That's what people use in rehab. And so where that's do you, a good one. And where did you... <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. And where Drug did you go? Did it. you go to like Rite Aid to pick these up? No. Well, my, I have an assistant who does all Oh, that. really? Yeah. Did I'm you not ever... going to show my face. It's already embarrassing enough. I'm gonna so did them. you ever wait in Rite Aid for your prescriptions? <laughs> Before the shows, yeah, I used to, but right. like, yeah, for sure, what, sweating, holding a, a handful yeah. of change. So, so, <laughs> so after the show got canceled, you took the Lexapro. And so the- I was still taking it, but I actually went off Lexapro because I just stopped. I got bored. I had to go on a thyroid thing. I had to go because when I was doing the show, I got really sick. Like right. I was my immune system. So it was a fun experience. It was a fucking blast. Oh, fuck. And it was like my adrenals got shot. Like I was just like I was had migraines all the time. So I was on a migraine medication. I was getting um, 
Uh, I had this thing called Costco chondritis where my Jesus. my my um, rib cage started spreading open because of all the stress in my back. It was a nightmare. Fuck, dude. So it was like you know, it was, it's hard. You should have just you should have called me up, dude. Should have. What's up, the, dude? Help. Well, no, I always help you out through these type of things you because know, you just need to go to the bathhouse. Well, I think it's also <laughs> I think it's also hard because as a stand up, like you're used to doing everything. You know, like when you're a stand up, you write it. You edit it, you perform it, you travel, you get on the flight. Like, so when you start doing a sitcom, like, it's second nature for you to do everything. Like, it doesn't occur to you that other people are going to help you. Mm. You know, it's really, it was really hard for me to ask for help. It was really hard for me to delegate. It was really hard for me. Well, it's like you were like Kobe Bryant. You're trying to play all positions. trying to play all positions. Yeah. And there were all these super qualified people that were like, can we help you? And I was just like, <gasps> so myopic and so right. freaked out. And I felt I had put so much pressure on myself. And I just, I didn't know how to lean on other people. We're stand-ups. We're not improvisers, you know? Right. Like, right. we're used to being on stage alone, fucking at war like get the fuck away from me I got this you know so it was really hard for me so um you were I'm here I'm here with I'm here with Chris Chris so did you know she was on all those pills yeah I knew she was on some some stuff right uh I no I didn't know that was all back and forth like that huh I knew she got sick. But I'm on Lex- I take Lexapro too, though. What is Lexapro? I don't know. It's supposed to like help with uh, depression or ang- OCD or something. Right. You know? So, so, so you have that? I've been OCD. taking it for like... I mean, I've been taking it for like 10 years. Really? Well, no. Yeah, 10 years maybe. Wow. Or maybe eight. So it's it's an anti-depression? Yeah, that's what it's mainly for, yeah. And does it work? Yeah. I'm Were so you really depressed happy. before? Uh yeah, really? Well, before I did is it before? Up. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was just gonna say. Stand before up, you stand up is kind of the mo- the thing that makes me happy though, right? Because before you did the stand up, you're just doing the acting thing. Yes, right. Uh, yeah, right or acting. Did you have headshots and stuff? Oh yeah, really? Did you yeah. have long hair in your headshots? I had long hair headshots and short hair headshots. Really? Yeah. Where'd you go to acting class? NYU for a year, but then oh. I left. I didn't like it. Really? Yeah. But you you grew up out here though. Yeah, well, since I was twelve. But I was I'm originally from New Jersey. Oh, from Jersey. Yeah. Right. So, um, so Whit- Whitney, she, she, it was so... Well, no, dur- I remember she got sick. We, yeah. I think we had to shut down a little bit because she got sick and I don't remember what she had. I don't know what that was, thing, that, that, that condition she said was she had, but it was pretty bad though. I, I remember she would like try and tough, it, tough through it, but it was all stress related, you know? Yeah. It's a lot of pages, a lot. And plus she was doing Two Broke Girls. Yeah. And she was, right? Yeah. And her other show too, the right. E! show, the yeah. talk show. She was spinning like ten plates at the same time. Yeah. So what about you though? You got some stuff. I mean, you got you juggling a lot of stuff right now. Uh, Well, I you know my special just came out, and then why? You know what? Why didn't you? Gerard Carmichael. He's doing a special with HBO, and Spike Lee's directing it. Yeah. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, Spike Lee was here the other day. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's he's shooting in the OR. Yeah, that's awesome. So why didn't you do your special with HBO as opposed to Comedy Central? Uh, I don't know. Comedy Central asked me. Right. You know? Huh. Um, and then I did it in New Orleans, but yeah. 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 Cause Wait, where I are they shooting that? In the main room? In the they? OR. Oh, wow. Yeah. So small. It's dope, though. But no, I mean, yeah. I <laughs> hey, how cool is that going to be? Yeah, I can't it's wait gonna to It's going to be that. sick. Yeah. Yeah, Spike was downstairs. Uh, like, well, that's crazy. Yeah. And he's going to be uh, shooting the OR, so it's pretty cool. Wow. So, that, so that's cool that you got through that stuff with Whitney, though. Um, but she... 
you know, it's it's fucked up. It's it seems like like I don't know. It seems like it's harder for girls this business than it is for dudes. Really? At least that's what when I was doing my films, like all the actresses I worked with. I remember Kylie Minogue was just. I don't want to say crazy because that's kind of a harsh, yeah. But not crazy in a in a bad way. Just like nuts, like off camera. Like yeah. you know, she had her her movie, and then she had all I of mean, her different all her different albums, and you know, yeah. she's just girls. I think it's easier that. for girls to get in the door, but then to be taken seriously, it's harder. Yeah, yeah. But it, but I think it's just harder for women to just juggle as many things. Like Whitney, I mean, it's a lot of. Well, she has. She, she. I think part of it with her is she feels like she has something to prove. Right. You know. Which is good and bad, you right. know, because it's like you, it makes you really, really uh, independent and strong and want to, and, and, and successful a lot of yeah, the times. But the then, drive. but then it's like there's other things about life too that's important yeah. that you may just look past. Yeah, like homosexuality. Like, like health. Well, right, or no, that. Just, yeah. yeah. Okay, here, here with Chris Thalia, um, and we're listening to some Whitney Cummings, so check it out. So yeah, so when when my asked me what I did when I when my show got canceled. What did you do when your show got canceled? I I wrote this movie right here. Polly Shore is dead. Whoa. Yeah. You fucking like channeled it into something. Yeah. That and matters. After, yeah, after I did that Pam then my Anderson. But after I did that, did you ever see this movie? No, you know what? No, but I remember when you were shooting it. I think. Yeah. It's is called Polly Shore is Dead, and it was basically I fake my death to become famous again. That's so funny. And that you know, is so and it funny. and it starts. You know, the whole movie starts with, with basically me and my agents and my girlfriend and blah blah blah. We're watching my sitcom, and everyone is like going, "This is the worst piece of shit ever." And I'm like thinking it's funny, <sighs> and it's all like spawn off of yeah. my show. You know, it's a make believe story about what I'm going to watch it. I haven't seen anything for three years. You would fucking die. I mean, Sean Sean Penn's in it, you know, Charlie Sheen. But that's how you feel because it's like, but here's the reality of it. You take it really personal. You take it so, again, people don't understand. It's really tough. When I saw saw Chappelle in Montreal, and I don't know him that well, but I saw him at all. I saw him in Montreal a couple, like, in, I guess, whenever that is, August, June, I don't know. And um, he said, he's like, it's just different when it's your name. It's just different. It's yeah. not, you know, the league or, you know, undateable. It's Unso- just. Yeah, like an ensemble. Because you get to blame everybody. When you're an actor on a show, yeah. it's the best fucking gig in the world. Yeah. You can be on a shitty show well, it's forever. Just like, yeah, it's just like when a, um, a, a a film, like an Adam Sandler film will come out. Yeah. If it doesn't perform, then it's all on Sandler. It's, yeah. not on, it's not on the marketing department. But it's also. It's not on. His movies aren't called Adam Sandler. Your show is called Paul. It's your first name. It's what's on your license. Like, it's so, you know, tricky. And I think I also had this, tr- I don't know if this happened to you. Like, I also had trouble separating myself from the character and myself because mm. the character was locked, you know? Mm. Like, that was a specific character. And then I started growing as a person and trying mm. to, like, get better, like, mentally and, like, healthily. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but then I felt like the character wasn't growing. So I was, like, stuck in this, like, you know, thing it was it was really confusing you Mm. know and people treated me like you know when you're an actor you can detach from a character so what were some of the things that people are saying about you because didn't you have a breakdown on stern i did (laughs) what was that about that was i think that was recent i always cry on stern first he always like you know makes me cry i get so vulnerable in there but i think um that was like after the show was over and i just felt like 
You know, I just it's now I I, I understand like it was what like it's, Mariah Carey type shit. Was it? What did she cry on? I don't know. She, she just like cry? when she did glitter, she started fucking crying. That's really shit. funny. Well, <laughs> right. I'd be crying too if I was in that fucking movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, so go on. <laughs> I think it was just more like. You know, I think people think comics are so fucking tough and I think everyone thinks that I'm really tough and I think that's partly my fault because I do the roast and I'm like tough chick and I'm blah, but it's like I'm actually pretty fragile. Well, a lot of it is a lot of it is our insecurities. Yeah. So we're back here with Chris. So when you were listening to that, you kind of she didn't dig you. She was just kidding. I'm joking. Yeah. No, I know, but but your show isn't called the Crystalia show. No, I know. Yeah, are you happy about that? No, I I wanted it to be the Crystalia Chronicles. <laughs> you do, <laughs> dude. That would be te- <laughs> oh no. I would never want a show to be called Chris. Right. Ever. Ever. Right. I when when I heard it was going to be called Whitney, I was like, oh man. Right. That's crazy. That's that's gangster. Man. That's like, yeah. That's like Seinfeld or yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But isn't everybody hates Chris? That there's some shows that actually do well. Yeah, when but that's named after them. But it wasn't Chris Rock in that, wasn't that Chris Rock? Yeah, it was his voice. Yeah, yeah. So, and he was already huge. Yeah, it wasn't the thing that was going to make him big. You know. Yeah. So when you were doing the show, did you think it was going to get canceled? Or Whitney. You yeah. Or you didn't. Uh, we never. I never knew. Yeah. You I, don't go I, into I, it thinking. Know. Yeah. You had fun doing. I it. I thought so. it would after the second season. Really. And it did, but uh, well, you know. Yeah. We weren't sure after the first season, too. And then what about your show? How many shows do you have in the can? 13. 13? Yeah. So that's pretty... So so what's your show about? I mean, I... I so is your show pretty much you? I mean, because... No, you know, it's me and I mean, Br- Brent, I, another comedian, Brent Morin. And uh, we are... It's like the blind leading the blind on dating, basically. That's what it's about. Yeah, but cause are you really undateable in real life? I think in, in a sense, yeah. Why is it? Because you're on that pro... What is it called? Pro-sac? Pro-sac. Pro-sac, yeah. Pro-sac. <laughs> it's pro-sac. <laughs> What's that stuff? <laughs> What's it? Lexapro. Oh, Lexapro. Yeah. Is that no, right? just Lexapro, not Alexapro. Right. That's like a stripper. And then, um, so, so, so 13 are going to air? Have you seen all of them? Yeah, unless nobody watches two of them and then nope. we'll get yanked. But have you seen all of them? Uh, no, but I've seen like three or four of them. And? I love them. I think they're funny. So what was that experience like? It was awesome, man. Uh, it's a, now now I'm the lead, you know? Yeah, because you, yeah. you were set up from Whitney, yeah, and yeah. then you were going into... Yeah, um, and so it's me and that other guy, Brent Morin, who's a funny comedian. Well, you think Whitney should come in on your show and do like a guest That'd spot be cool. as yeah. like your chick? Yeah. That would be sick? <laughs> no? Okay, so we're here with Chris D'Elia. We're listening to some more Whitney Cummings and Polly Shriss. Interesting. Check it out. So what's going on with your family? You don't have a family? I have a family. My Do you sister, have a brother and a sister? I have a I have a sister who lives here now. She's like a really successful yoga instructor. She moved wow. out here like two years ago. You would love her. Really? She's like stunning and like super successful yoga. Why do you say I would love her? Um, because you like get hot chicks. Right, hot yeah. chicks. She's right. like super hot and flexible and awesome. Right, right. <laughs> she's so, like she's like she's like me, but like blonde and like doesn't sound like Fran Drescher. Like she's like. Do you sound like Fran Drescher? I think I do. Like I. Recently... No, I think you sound like Whitney Cummings. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's even right. worse. No, no, you're all right. Oh, it's embarrassing. I was on a panel with Fran Drescher in New York recently, and we were next to each other laughing, and we were oh, just like, ah! like uh, it was like such a, it was like right. so meta. So your sister's out here from DC, my sister's right? Out here, yeah, that's where I grew up. My mom is out here now. She had, a but you stroke. come from money, right? No, everyone wait, thinks that. Wait, Why wait, do you wait, think wait. That? Stroke? What? My mom had a stroke. 
like three Jesus. years ago. So she's out here now um, in a nursing home like on Ventura near me. What's that tattoo? This is a tattoo um, that I have? got for some reason. What is that? It's Let me see it. It's a safety pin. Why? Are you because like a punk rock or I, something? No, I just love... I always forget that it's there. I got it only like two months ago and I keep forgetting I have it. Is it something that you had with Peter Berg or it's, something? No, it's not something I have with Peter Berg. I, this whoa, is post-Peter Berg. Okay. It's, um, a, uh, it's like... I don't know. When I was growing up, I used to play with safety pins all the time. Uh. I don't know. It's just like a little personal yeah, thing. Yeah, it's cute. And I love Mark Mahoney, you know, the tattoo artist. He's at Shamrock. And I just like have a crush on him, so anytime he has an opening, I tell them to tell me, and I go in and like oh, wow. get a tattoo. <laughs> so your so your sister and your mom is out. Your mom had a stroke. Mom had a stroke. She's out here now. That's challenging. So what does that mean? It's hard. It's like well, no. What does a stroke mean? A stroke is basically when one of the blood vessels in your brain bursts because your blood pressure is too high Fuck. and the blood. Well, you got to be careful. Yeah. Does it run in your family? It runs in the family. It's uh, but she didn't wasn't going to the doctor like you know, to the idea of like that we grew up poor or wealth or whatever. Like I always thought we had money, but we didn't like we had money for things that didn't matter. Like we would have like a, an infinity car, but no one went to the doctor and no mm. one like, you know, like my mom. never. So you had to- like superficial things that made you look like you guys were rich, but hundred percent. Right. So my mom never went to the doctor. So she had a super high blood pressure. It was totally preventable. You know, but she like didn't have health insurance and like wouldn't go to the doctor. But she had like Prada shoes. Is you know? she okay now? No, it's not great. Do you take care of her? Yeah. Where does she live? She's on Ventura in like a nursing home, and you fuck, know, she's dude. like she can you know talk. You yeah. know, it's just like when your mother loses her fat, it's just very like. Well, yeah, that's what I'm going through. I mean, I, I live in my mom's garage. You know what I mean? I'm, I, like, I wake up every day. Some of what she, she is, says yeah. makes total. Some days I'm like, she's totally there. Oh. This is totally her. And then other days I'm like, I just said this. What do you mean? Right. We just talked about. So this. where's dad? Dad is in Savannah, Georgia. Um, Why is that? That doesn't even. I've never even heard you know. say that I word don't before. No, neither. <laughs> Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> never even heard you say that that's yeah. a bizarre i know it's very esoteric uh, city i don't know why so but you guys were raised in dc raised in dc yeah and then i went to school in philadelphia and then moved out here i guess and um, didn't you model did you go to paris i feel like everybody talks i did like shitty like catalog modeling and like qvc to like pay for college not like anything fancy or impressive like ghetto where did you go to college budget Penn and philly wow yeah so there's this misconception that I'm like was like a supermodel and that I was rich right. that I think people love and I don't know what that is. So how much money do you have now? Um, I'm pretty good. I you love are? that question though, Polly. I'm not answering it, but I always ask people that question. So I how many houses? How many houses do you own? I have one house. One house. And how much house. is that worth? Um, Chris Rock told me his house is worth three million dollars. That's a lot. But doesn't he so, live in like Iowa or something? No, he lives in Jersey. Oh, but I. No, that's Chappelle. Oh, Chappelle lives in, that's right. No, Chappelle lives in Ohio. Ohio, but in Dayton. Chris have a. Oh yeah, I mean I don't. What am I? No, that's Lance Crowther. Okay. You know Lance? No, I mean I know of him. Yeah, he, not personally. Yeah, he's. I was just saying, Columbus. three million is so much bigger in you know Jersey. Yeah, than it is. So how much is your house worth? My house when I got it, it was one five. Mm. So now it's probably a little more. And how much is your mortgage on it? My mortgage is six grand a month because I, wow, really I have really bad, really bad credit. I want to build a house. That's my dream. I well, I got the guys a few. Really? Well, I got some some builder guys. I think yeah, that people I, think I have so much more money than I have because. I had a show syndicated, but I don't get paid off it until we hit 88 episodes. 
What about you? Where's your place? Uh, I heard you bought. Didn't you buy Ferguson's house? I did. I bought Craig Ferguson's house. Yeah. Really? He's the English comic. Yeah. Or no, from Ireland or not, some yes, shit. Yes, so not English, but yeah. Something. So, um, so how's that? It's good. It's a seventeen million dollar house. No. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like as if anybody would believe that. Yeah. No. How much no. is the house worth? It's. It's. Like, I think it was one. Well, when I bought it, it was like one seven five. Really? Yeah. Do you have like? Chris D'Elia posters in there Actually, from like all yes, your shows I do I really? have two I have one that was from my first show the headlining at the right. Brea Improv I think and then another one that is a painting of me and really? I'm not sorry about it and that's it? don't you have like plaques and like no. awards well, and shit? well no not really I haven't really won many things dude yeah no but I mean like a lot of people that you know like you know, like I went to Paul Rodriguez's house, and he's got like a whole bunch of different things. Right, in his but career I'm, I'm, I, I'm, a young, I'm young, I don't, yeah. I haven't won shit. Have you know? been to Dane Cook's house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy cool house. Really? Yeah. So what's that house like? It's just it's it's very modern. You know, really. Mine's not modern, but his is very modern and like, um, I mean, it had to be a fucking pretty penny, dude. Yeah, his brother fucked him over, or his stepbrother. You know, I don't really know mo- anything about that to be honest. Yeah. I, I've heard, but yeah. I guess yeah. it was, he was his accountant or something. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, but he, um, he's is he is he? Because I know like you tour a lot, like you play a lot of clubs, mm-hmm. play a lot of improvs, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like he doesn't play improvs. Who? Dane? No, uh-uh. no, he's bigger than that. Really? Yeah, he plays theaters now. I think. I mean, so, he, he was doing like fucking amphitheaters and right. stadiums. You yeah. Know? But I think that kind of tapered off a little bit, and now he's just doing theaters and stuff. Uh-huh. But he's working on a different, you know, vibe. Yeah, which is cool. So do you do you see him? Because I, I drive by the Laugh Factory a lot, and sometimes I see your name up there mm-hmm. with his. So do you see his set? Dane, right? yeah, yeah, Dane's set. How's yeah. it? How's it? Coming? I've always been a Dane fan, dude. Yeah, I think he's great. Yeah, he doesn't come to the store a lot. I know. I, I told him that once. That? I said, "Yeah, Yo, you should come by one, you know, sometime." And I think he came by once, and I don't know. I just feel like you know he's got his spot, and, and yeah. he. He, I, I think that you know, to his credit, he helped Jamie like build that audience mm-hmm. for a while, you know, and just kind of he's a loyal guy, so he sticks yeah. over there. I actually started at the Laugh Factory. You did before the store, yeah. Wow. That's yeah, f- yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, not start at my mom's. Oh, club. right, of course. So yeah. I was always like, yeah, I'll start here. And, mm-hmm. and when I was there, it was because uh, the Laugh Factory got it opened up, mm-hmm. and it was like there's there used to be a Chinese restaurant called Ah Fong's. Mm-hmm. A long time ago, mm-hmm. and the the small there was like a small part where Jamie Masada was, he was the bar manager and he, and he was the uh, the host of the host of the thing, oh, wow. and it was just like it was a lot smaller. Wow. Oh yeah, and, no, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, and John Panette recently passed. I know it's sad. Did you did you ever know? John? Never met him. No, I thought he was fucking hilarious. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, because every time every time someone dies, that's a comedian. I know. They always we always okay. drive by you yeah. see you know what I mean. Make God laugh. Yeah, that's when we did Polly Shore's Dead. We put Polly Shore's Dead on the marquee. Oh, people celebrated in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a Frasier joke. <laughs> yeah, uh, they celebrated in the streets. Right. So what happened to the E Show? The E Show, I did. I want. And what say, was the E Show? The E Show was like a talk show, right. like uh, that was that I did with Chelsea Handler. That was, um, or she was just, you know, her production company did it. And it was supposed to go before her show, after Talk Soup. And that was actually something that I sold before everything. And, you know, Comcast. So it was something that you were going to do, And NBC right? are all under the same umbrella. And they were like, let's do both now. And we kept putting it off and putting it off. And finally, we're like, let's make it work. And it was just, 
it was too hard to do them simultaneously. It was just too so much. You, so you were, um, I have to say, burning the candle at 50,000 ends. It's too many ends, yeah. And it was right. also, I think I actually could have done it, but E! was also hard, a hard network for me because I just don't care about celebrity news. So it was mm. like I always wanted to make it a different show. So there was so much time wasted on st- content, like struggle over creative stuff, mm. which could have just been used for writing. And, yeah, you do know. you think it could have been too much like Chelsea's show? Maybe. There was a third segment where I had comics on, but for me, like, you know, it was different the first two segments, but the third one did have comics and, on. And what's your relationship with her off camera? We're really good friends. Really? Yeah. We're really, really close. We, can you ask her a question for me? Sure. Like, ask her what's her fucking deal with me. Do you guys not get along? I have no fucking clue why she never has ever put me on any of her shit. Oh, you've never and, done the... No, I've never done her panel. I've never done... And I've had, like projects after projects come out I and i was weird doing for you to do the panel though it's like kind yeah, of it's no not but not so much the panel but to comics. sit no yeah, to, to sit do, down guest on it to sit down but it was always like she never gave me a reason which is fine and howard stern says fucker like who gives yeah. a fuck and i, I was like that. Okay. yeah and i was like no i give a fuck because i like her yeah and, also, and i think she's cool and she yeah. and she uh employs a lot of the comics from the store you know my yeah. mom owns the store it's like we're all family here. We're all in a team. You know, there, like, yeah. like we're all trying to support each other. Did I fuck her or something? Did you? I have no idea. <laughs> no, I have no idea what it was. Yeah. Like, why? I'll ask her if you and fucked then she, her. No, and then, no, but but just when, you know, just text her when you talk to her. Just be like, what's, what's your, your deal with Polly? Because yeah. he really likes you. And, and every time he's reached out to you or his people, the right. publicists or whatever, like, hey, let's do it. She's always like, no. And, and instead of you like. You think she personally did? I don't know. That's the big maybe. So, yeah, because yeah, sometimes I'll get people who be like, "Hey, I wanted to come in," and like, and I'm like, "Oh, I had no idea." Like, I don't know why they didn't. You know, something, yeah. I don't know. There's so much. And bullshit. it's more like I, I don't really. I, I mean, I care and I don't care. Like, yeah. I more care more as a friend. Yeah. Like, what is it that I did? Did you guys spend a lot of time together when she when I don't remember she was doing stand up. No, I don't remember her. I think she was here. I think she would perform here. Yeah, I don't remember here. Yeah, I don't remember her when she she came around and stuff. Yeah, like because she was she was performing. So yeah, here, just ask her what her deal is yeah. because I'm a fan of hers. I'm very proud of her. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I am of you. You know what so I mean? Sweet. Like any time she's you the guys... best. Like she's so fucking straight and she's so cool and she's so yeah. supportive. There must be something. You guys just need to like get in the same room together or something. Well, whatever. You know? Tell her I'm a fan and, oh, well. and and that you know. And then I would like to know if I did anything that I apologize because back when I was the wheeze, I was doing some fucking shit. Oh, maybe you fucking did some bullshit. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Since I'd done this interview with Whitney, she still hasn't told me. What? Oh. About what I did to Chelsea or why she hates me. Well, you don't even remember if you had intercourse with her. Right. So maybe you could have forgotten something very shitty that you've done. Well, I don't think. (laughs) You don't remember the most intimate. No, I don't think I had sex with her. But maybe, maybe like back in the day, because she's probably, I think she might be my age, but maybe back in the day. We were maybe at an event mm-hmm. or something, and then maybe I tried to hit on her, right. or I, or, yeah, or I was not. just kind of like some. I must have done something to her because, like, she does have a lot of the comedy store comics right. on on her her thing, and um, and it would. And I'm a fan of hers, and I don't know. I think it would be cool to be on her. Show. Were you guys ever tight? Never. Hmm. No, I just. I wonder what. Well, it'd be weird for you to do panel though. 
You're what? not. You're like. You're not a guy who does panel. You're. You're. You're past that. You know. So. It's well, like, whatever. I mean. Yeah. I mean. At this point, I don't really care. I mean, I'm a yeah. fan of hers. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and she's right. in, in in stuff like that. So yeah. has there has, has there any been ever girls that have come up to you before that have been like, um, hey Chris, and you're like, oh hey, and you're like, and she's like, um, hey. And you're like, yeah, and she's like, uh, we fucked. No, never, never, no, no, no. not you, right? No, that's never happened. I no. can't imagine that would ever happen. It's happened to me before, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I wish you guys could have seen his face when he said that. No, for real. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, that's, that's why it was but, funny. Yeah, but that's the thing between me and you, between you, you don't get fucked up. Right, I don't. You don't drink. Don't you drink, don't fucking don't do, do anything. No. So. So me, like I, you know, when I was the Wheeze, dude, I was yeah. crazy. I was on a tour bus. I was yeah. touring all over America several times. It's not so like I crazy. just went on one tour. So I went crazy. like a decade of fucking tour on tour bus. I banged a lot of chicks. Yeah. A one, mean, two, three, or four at a time. At least. At least. Wow. I mean, like, you know, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I, was off of, I, was, uh, I was off of MTV, bro. And no internet, just fucking. Yeah. I had a no Polaroid, internet, just Polaroids. straight up fucking. I have books and dude, I think in the comedy store basement. Yeah, I have like fucking b- like booklets of Polaroid chicks. I have like f- you know Florida and then the date, you know like Nashville and then the date. You know what I mean? Unbelievable and stuff like that. That's so. I mean, maybe if, while you're looking through one of those books, you'll find Chelsea. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, we're here with Chris. So, so what's your deal with these other female comedians like Natasha? I love Natasha. Natasha. Natasha was on my, she played my sister on my sitcom. I love her. Right. So it took me like, I, I love, I mean, I'm such a girl's girl. I don't know this like female comics hating each other thing. I don't, uh-huh. I don't, I mean, I don't participate in that, but maybe that's a thing. Um, but yeah, like my best friends are like Chelsea and Kathy Griffin and, you know, right. I, see Nat- I mean, it, the only problem is we tour a lot. So it's like Natasha. I don't Why see- don't you guys all go on tour together? Um, because we'd, we'd probably make pretty- too much money. <laughs> that would no, probably but be, don't you think that'd that's be what I'm cool? saying. That would be too successful, I guess. I don't know. I guess it's hard with everybody's schedules or something. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like for me, though, I don't love to specify that I'm a female comedian that feel like it would be like a female comedy tour well, well there's nothing wrong with that you guys are superstars no, you think of like the kings of comedy you think of like kims of comedy you can't, kims of comedy you think yeah. of like you know yeah. but I don't know yeah. I think it would be I think it would be interesting yeah. um you remember DL hit DL did it and and, and Bernie Mac did it yeah. and, and you know they went on tour yeah I thought it'd be cool so yeah. so the act that you're doing right now yeah right you've been doing it for a little bit you've been working it yeah are you getting ready to go on a tour I'm doing a tour now and I'm doing a new special and like just working on this new hour yeah just kind of wow. like honing it and and trying to dig in and get it and ready. where where are you going on tour. I just did like, I want to say like 20 cities maybe. Like I've just been doing like Friday, Saturdays, just like back to back, like two different venues, you know. So I have one more show and then I'm going to start doing in January and February. I'm going to do clubs for Thursday, Friday, Saturday to just to just run the hour, you know. And I actually prefer clubs to theaters. Theaters are just not, there's just a totally different skill set. It's a totally different vibe you know right so i'm gonna start doing clubs again and then so you're gonna put together the hour yeah i'm gonna put together the hour shooting it actually in irvine at that barclay theater i don't know if you've been there mm. and uh is I just, joel gallon producing it no <laughs> joel gallon unfortunately did you have sex with joel i didn't did he try to have did sex did you with hear you? that 
No, I'm just Why does kidding. everyone think I've had sex with so I, many people? I haven't had sex with anybody. You wanted to have sex with the black guy in the front row. Did, uh, right? He was cute. I actually was? want to check to see if he tweeted me. I think he was cute. Really? So, yeah. So are you on this like sexual rampage now? <laughs> Maybe. I just, have, you ever had, have you ever had sex with like a fan? Never. Honestly. Never. I'm scared of that. Really? I'm actually scared. Ever since the show is on, I'm scared to have sex with someone. Like because, a groupie, like a Whitney groupie. Yeah, I don't get... Here's the thing. A couple things. I don't get approached. People don't ask me out. Mm. Guy, it's it's different. Guy, girls can come up to you after shows and be like, hey, let's get a drink. Guys don't... After seeing the kind of stuff I say on stage, I probably come off a little scary. Mm. Like my energy. Guys aren't like, hey, let's hang out. They're just like, you know. And uh, so I don't you get... You just a, need someone to give you a big hug. That's what I... that. That's you know what I mean? Because exactly you're so wound I up. I you just need someone need, to like, massage you. I need someone who's more alpha hug. than me. I need someone who's like, just like, tough. I mean, that's what was so great about Pete is like, he was just like, stop talking. Right. <laughs> this is yeah, so yeah. tough, you just know? Unwind. Like you need someone who will just right. like, you know, smack a bitch every right. now and then. And what's the deal with, you know, you, Chris, Ian Edwards. I don't know who else is. You guys all play the Laugh Factory and the Improv. And the comedy store. Just like doing... Like you go around. Is it? You know, are we the only ones that do that? There's a couple... Like Dom Herrera. I mean, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. I'm just curious. Is it because you guys just love to go on stage so much? I think so. Yeah. For yeah. me, like I'll try to do as many Bobby as I can tonight. Bobby doesn't play the Laugh Factory. Oh, really? I wonder... What, is that like know. a... No, I, I don't play it not because... But Bobby because also is not trying to like develop his I, I mean not that like I don't think he's like I'm like tr- I need as much stage time as possible I will go anywhere so I was at the Ice House last week I wow. did Jay Davis's The Parlor I do re- restaurants I wow. did The Pleasure Chest which is a sex like I will go on stage I anywhere. should follow you on, on your little LA tour You, it's, it's, uh, it's not yeah. fun it's not yeah. sexy you know yeah. like I will anywhere I can get stage time you know, I will. So for me, I try to do a couple spots a night, two or three yeah, spots like a night Jamie? if I can. Jamie Masada? I like Jamie a lot. I mean, yeah. I don't know him that well, you know, yeah. but like he, I never got stage time there. Uh, when you first started? In, yeah, until recently. And, right. you know, so for yeah. me, it's like, I don't, it's not like the comedy store is my like home club and yeah. I'll never, you know, like this is where I. You know where I started? Where? Laugh Factory. That's not true. Swear to God. It was me, Damon Wayans, David Allen Greer. We all started at the Laugh Factory. David Allen Greer. Yeah. No. Did you just not want to go up here? Oh, yeah. It's because my mom's mom's club, and I I didn't want to perform here. And Jamie was really cool, and I love Jamie. Yeah. And I'm actually playing the Laugh Factory over New Year's, the New Year's time in in Vegas. That's fantastic. Jamie's, like, great. And, like, Jamie watches, like... You know, the yeah. other night he was like watching my set and he's like, oh, that was so funny. I'm like, he's still watching yeah. comics after it, which is he, he actually loves comedy. worked here at the comedy store. I didn't when know he that first started. Yeah. Years ago. You know, he's, um, you know, he's are very different clubs. I mean, they're very different yeah. experiences. So yeah. it's always good to be able to like you go over there. It's one thing you come right. over here and you're like, well, I got to totally recalibrate for this energy and like right, get right. on stay on my toes. And, you know, I just want to work as much as I yeah. can. Like I said earlier, I've, I've driven by the Laugh Factory. Do you, do you work the Improv too, or just the yeah. Laugh Factory? Mm-hmm. All improv, three. Laugh Factory comes Because a lot of times you'll like be on stage here, and you're like, "Dude, I'll be like, dude, what's up?" And you're like, "I gotta go another spot." Yeah. So you, you so you really like to perform. Yeah, but also I I always I do that so I'll exhaust my material and then think of new stuff. Oh wow! Otherwise, I won't. I have to go on stage to keep doing it. 
so I get tired of what I'm saying, and then I will have to say something else. Otherwise, I'm going to blow my brains out. For wow, real. That's why I do it. And then that's how I keep writing material. Huh. Otherwise, because I did my special in December. It came out. Right. And I already have a new hour. Like, I have a whole new hour. Jesus. Yeah, that I do on the road. So when I go on the road, people who have seen my special will see all new shit. That's cool. So how do you come up with your material? Because um, Dice told me he sees you in the valley a lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you live in the valley. I used to. Well, now I, I live in Hollywood, you know, because oh. I got that house. But um, okay. uh, yeah, I used to see Dice all the time. But um, uh, I just, with uh, hanging out with my friends, whatever, you know, if I make them laugh, maybe I'll bring it to the stage. Or stories that happen, I'll start telling them. I started to tell a little bit more stories than, you know. The first special I had was like kind of commentary on what I thought about certain things, groups of people. And like observational like Yeah, observational stuff. stuff. And now I'm getting a little bit, a little bit more into storytelling stuff. Not, not, not traditional storytelling, but this happened and this is how I feel about it. You know, because you don't talk a lot about yourself. Yeah, I do now. Really? Yeah. What yeah. do you think about that? Um, what do I think about what? Talking about yourself, as opposed to talking about observational stuff. Um, I like it both. I like really? them both. Yeah. So, what I, type of stuff when you talk about yourself? What do you talk about? Well, just like things that have happened, like stories that, like if I, I I'm working on a bit now where like. I ran into a girl, and I remember it was a girl that I always had a tumultuous thing with, and that she would like argue with me, and then we talk about, it, and it's like the argument keeps seeping back into our conversation, shit like that. Yeah, but do I you ever talk about like your mom, your dad? No, you don't have brothers and sisters. I do I have a I have a younger brother. Yeah, what's his name? Uh, Matt Matt D'Elia. And what does he do? He's a uh, film director. Wow. Yeah, and you don't talk about him. On stage, no. I just it doesn't strike me as funny. Wow, I mean, I, my, my family's funny, and maybe one day I will. But right. I don't know, man. People are. It's like people are always like, "Oh yeah, you got to let the audience know where you're from and this and that." And who you're. It's like, nah, just be funny. I don't. It's like I just want to do what I want to do. Right. It's not about like who who is this person and shit. Mm. It's just like whatever's funny. I'm silly, dude. Right. I'm a silly guy, and like I'm just gonna go on stage and be silly. Fuck it. I don't. Whatever. Mm. If you like it, awesome. If you don't like it, I don't care. So who are your influences? I always like. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Jim Carrey, uh-huh. I thought was hilarious. Um, uh, those two guys, I always thought were the funniest. Mm. You know, did you ever see Jim Carrey live? No, I, I would wish I could have. Really, I was just too young. You know, yeah. And then Eddie Murphy, you never see, you just saw no. like his specials yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah. It's mostly a lot of the storytelling stuff, but then a lot of observation. Like you were doing some Russian thing that was pretty yeah. funny. How'd you yeah. come up? With, what was that? Well, that's. Um, I would just go to the in the valley. I would go to that this coffee shop, and there were always Russians around. Right, right. You know how it is in the valley, right? Just always Russians, right? And always Russians at coffee, like they don't even want to be there, right? But like like they're fucking plotting a bank heist, right? You know, and so I just started talking about how I felt, you know, what what I thought Russians were like. But that's more observational. Yeah, yeah. And do you, do you, when you work on your stuff, do you write it down? No, 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 I don't do that. Never. Never, ever do Never. I. Never. You don't have like a book of of like stuff that you've written down. Like if you're driving down the street or text yourself like, oh, that shit's funny. Never, ever do I ever do that. Really? Yeah. Even for your specials? You're about to shoot a Comedy Central Never. special? Comedy Central wanted me to write it down and I said, and I just like kept putting it off and then they were like, can we at least have bullet points? And I, I gave them like one word bullet points. Mm-hmm. I just It's way less fun if I do that. Mm. I don't want to know what I'm going to say, even though I do know what I'm going to say. Mm, interesting. You know? And have you ever worked with writers before? No. Because Whitney said she's worked with writers. Yeah, not me. I mean, I would think that, you know, I, I think that's fine, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, no, yeah, I don't do that. Wow. 
Because a lot of like I, Chris I Rock's feel, got a team of writers. Yeah, I think it's great. I just feel like if if you're doing, I feel like writers, and you know, some writers are better at this than other. But I feel like when a guy's like, "Hey, you should say this," I always feel like it's in their voice anyway. Mm. You know, and it's not my voice because right. I'm. I mean, I don't know. I'm silly and shit. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm like. I'm not. My shit isn't funny on paper. I don't think. Right. I don't know. Maybe, maybe some of it. But cool. 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 So what's next for you? It's the it's the special. So doing this hour special, and um, I'm kind of. It's so funny when you tell someone that you're just doing stand up. Like when people are like, "What are you up to?" And you're like, "Oh, I'm doing a tour, and I'm doing a special." They think that you're not doing anything. But they're like, "Yeah, but what? Like, what are you up to?" Right. You're like, no, yeah. this is a full time job. You know, but I'm also, um, I'm, I think I'm writing some movies instead of TV. And then what about Two Broke Girls? Two Broke Girls is on, and I'm writing a bunch of episodes this year. So mm. I just finished my last episode, and I go over there on Tuesday nights. At the so TV. when you show when you show up there more now than you did when your show was on, where people are like, oh, she's got time on her hands. Yeah, kind of. They're like, oh, God, Whitney's back and hovering. <laughs> right. Whitney needs to have, add some meaning to her life. So how much? Yeah, I feel like the annoying mom who's so, like, hey, guys. So what's, your, so what's your credit on that show as executive producer? Yeah, co-creator. Yeah. Co- so you get some cash off of that. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. But cash. that's a hit show. That's a hit show. So what it, how did that make you feel where these two girls are getting a hits and then your yeah. show didn't it didn't yeah. go? Did that make you feel a little? It didn't. A little really, bit? Cuz yes and no. Like yeah. for me like I'm very like process oriented. I'm not as results oriented and when it comes to like TV because there's so much you can't control. You know, like Two Broke Girls is on CBS, which is like the biggest network, you know, like they have like shows, great shows have a chance there, you know, and Michael Patrick King is also the best maybe writer, comedy writer there is, you know, and he's running it. So it's like Jimmy Burroughs directed the pilot. It was just a totally different caliber Mm. show, whereas Whitney, it was just fucking like this fucking hood rat filthy comic like mm. trying to run a show right, like me right. and Crystalia starring in a fucking sitcom like having no right. idea what the fuck we were doing I mean there were days we were just like what are we doing like how are we starring in a show and so uh, it was just totally different you know experiences and you know NBC is just a different animal than CBS mm. you know it's like it's very hard to get a show you know to sustain ratings at NBC yeah you know so lastly um you you always bring me up like you know when I come on stage after you. What yeah. do you say? I don't know. I never know how to bring you on stage. Like I never know. I always feel like I say like the dumbest shit. Like I, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know what to say. So I always like my intro. I always get so like sincere when I like. So bring, yeah, but what do you say? I always say that like you like helped me so much. Like and you've been so supportive of me and mm-hmm. like you were very. Like you really did, and it's like the littlest thing, and you might not even remember it. But before I did my special, you sent me a text like out of nowhere. Like I didn't really even know you. I didn't even know if you knew who I was. Like I didn't really. And um, you sent me a text, and you were like, "Don't do your material the same way twice. Like do it a totally different way on mm. your special. Like yeah. fuck around. Basically, you were yeah. like fuck around yeah. when you shoot your special. Yeah. You know, which was like such a crazy idea to me. Like how like. What are you talking about? Like, because I mean, if you didn't do that, then the people at home watching would see that you're in your head. Hundred percent. You were like, don't just perform what you've memorized. Yeah. Like, do it fresh. Like for yeah. the first time, do it different way. Deliver a joke a completely new way that you've never done it before. Yeah. And it kept me like present and awake, and like, you know, it gave it like a much more magical quality to. It. I was right. surprised. I was cracking myself up. It felt like you're you in know, the moment. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Well, do me a favor if you if you ever get in a place in your career now where you um, are going through whatever you're going through. I've been there. Yeah. You know, I'm a lot older than you. I've been doing this a long time, as you can tell by all the posters. I know this is around here. There's, you know, I I constantly do shit. I've constantly been up and been down, and you know, we're all proud of proud of you at the comedy store and. You know, if I have any advice to give you, which you're not going to do because we all do it, let's 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 all try not to be so hard on ourselves yeah. and beating ourselves up. That's um, how we. Yeah, think. I know that's how we think. But um, thank you for sitting down with me. Thanks, and, See, and, and now I'm in my head. I'm like, was that good? Was that interesting? Like, was that even funny? I feel like that was, I don't ever know. I never know what to do in a podcast. I don't know if I'm supposed to be funny or sincere. Like, I just, I'm like, ugh. Uh, we'll see you guys. Bye. <laughs>So what were you saying? You don't have those feelings? Yeah, what like she was saying. Well, like I never think like shit. Was that good? Mm. Or I, like maybe it's because I don't know. Like after like if I do a podcast, I'm always just like, uh, okay, that's it. <laughs> right? You just did a podcast. Yeah, because the fuck. Right, right, right. I mean, I I guess I hope it was good. You know, right. like you know, but it's like I never like feel that way. Is that bad? Or I wonder if that's bad or good. Mm. I don't know. I mean. um I mean, I still like, work on my but, shit. Yeah, but like I said, I said to you earlier, I think that you know, women in general are mm. a little bit more tweaked, right? You know, and not in a bad way. They're just more, you know, a lot of they their definitely stuff, have to deal with a lot more than a guy, of course, because they're, there's yeah. also their looks. Like right. guy, I don't want to say guys age better, but well, yeah, but we kind of do. Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, um, and you know, girls kind of know they have a window from. Probably, you know, 19, 20, 21 yeah. to like 35 mm-hmm. or some shit. And then after yeah. that, not it's, that it's there's saying, not beautiful say, girls yeah. in their 40s, but. 19 to 20. <laughs> 19 to 20. No, come on. I'm joking. That's a joke. Huh? We're at the so, store. so what do you think about. So do you remember some of the talks that I had with you, like at the cover booth with Tommy? Yeah. Just about, um, like, you know, about, you know, when you. Because I, I remember when I first met you. Yeah. How many years ago did you come here? Uh, I've been doing center for eight no, years. No, here at so, the store. Yeah, no, I'm no, I'm, and I went in about probably. I came here about two and a half years in, so mm-hmm. probably six years ago. Right. You know, and you started coming around. Do you, so do you remember the stuff? Some of the stuff that I told you. I remember. No, the, I don't remember specifics, but I do remember you being like, um, just. It was cool how you were like uh, very. Like you would check in, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which was cool because you know you don't have to do that shit. And, yeah. It's just very cool. Like, even you'd send texts and stuff and, like, just, like, how you doing, which was really, which is really cool, you know, for a guy coming up, you know, to have that, you know. And it made me feel like I, now that, now I'm in a little bit of a position to do that. I can do that, you know, like, yeah, to, some, to a forward. younger guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It's just very cool. Yeah, it's, you know, because I've been through it for 20, 25 years, up and down, and mm-hmm. did different things and had movies and, and stuff like that. And, and I see, like, you know, when you... I remember when you had that TBS show. Oh, yeah. Glory days, yeah. You know, when you had that TBS show. And and just remember, like, you know, hell, this is his first big thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I just wanted to kind of, hey, here at the store and me, like, we're thinking about you and, like, hope it works out, you know, or whatever and kind of give you. Yeah, you've always been cool that way, man. Yeah. I also said for you to stay on the road. Yes, you did. Yeah, I know. And I hate how much you love that I'm on the road. Right. Because you fucking the other day you asked me, how was Jacksonville? Before I even opened my mouth, he saw the look on my face and he started laughing. Right. Because I fucking did not have the best experience at that club. 
Yeah. But um, but uh, but the road in general. The road, no, it's I great. You got to build your yeah, years yeah, ago. Because I, I basically, for the people listening, I told Chris, I go, dude, you got to stay on the road. Yeah. Because especially you're hot right now and you're on TV and, and you know, and people want to see you. And then when you're not on TV and you're going back out there, people you know, people to, are going to yeah. remember and be like, that guy was a fucking douche. Mm-hmm. Or that guy was fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like a lot of it is when you're on right. the road is to be a kind of a politician. Yeah. And Bobby Lee even, you know, has a really good time on the road right. now because he's kind of got that... You know the road. The road is you know, especially if you're a true stand-up, um, and you're out there. You got to be out on the road, and you got to you know. I'm going to Peoria, Illinois, in a week, and wow. I'm excited to go. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, wow, that's the home of Richard Pryor and Sam Kennison. So, oh wow. So I'm, I'm excited to go there. But thanks for sitting in with me. I appreciate it. And Whitney, thanks for sitting in with me. And I know a lot of people are going to hear this and go, "This was fucking awesome to have you two guys comment and shit yeah, on, on back and forth on each other." And um, and here at the store, we love having you. And I know my mom's not around right now so much, but I know that she appreciates you being here in spirit. And you know, you're a rock star. So yeah, you're a Thank rock you, star, man. dude. Appreciate and, that. Um, I love you know I love being here, man. Yeah, I love this place. It's my this is yeah. my this is a spot. Cool. All right, dudes. We'll we'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Wow. Thanks, guys. That was cool, you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, Miss Whitney Cummings and Mr. Christoph D'Elia commenting on Miss Whitney Cummings. It sounds like a, a gangbang porno. Definitely follow Whitney Cummings on her Twitter, which is at Whitney Cummings. Chris D'Elia on his Twitter. Watch out for his vines as well. And, oh, I want to thank the band who played the music behind Christopher D'Elia, one from many. All right. Thanks, you guys. And definitely go see them if they're performing somewhere out on the road. Very funny comedians doing their thing. And, um, and if you do want to follow me on Twitter, it's just at Polly Shore. Also, go to my website, which is just PollyShore.com. All right. Here we go. We're going to toss to next week's what? Episode. Episode. That's true. Um, we're switching it up. We're going pop music. Um, where I sit down and talk with a gentleman that is the manager of Britney Spears, Miley Cyrus, and yes, Steven Tyler, a good friend of mine, the Jewish. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Larry Rudolph. And I've never passed on somebody who ended up ultimately becoming really big. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. See you next time. Later. <laughs>